So we're rolling, rolling and rolling and rolling. All right. So uh, we are recording. Okay. Um, well, guys, today I have with us um, Rachel Bell Myers on the Pagey Train, sponsored by Still Searching Productions. Rachel is a two-time winner of Made in the West and a stand filmmaker from Western Sydney. Um, I'd like to welcome the vivacious Rachel Bell Myers. <laughs> Thank welcome. you for having me. <laughs> what a great intro. Oh, well, look, uh, you, you are a busy lady. You are a really busy lady and hard to net. Um, mm. So uh, this is my... Oh, only my second booking. Well, second you know, booking. I do make time for you. You did? You have made time for me? Which <laughs> if is great. you ask nicely. <laughs> if you offer the right thing. Well, that's right, you know. Um, nothing like serving a, a drink for your guests and making mm. them feel comfortable. Um, but, Rachel, you are the um, director, writer for Jaded Bell Productions. Um, how long has Jaded Bell been around for? Uh, so, officially, five years. Five years? Yeah. yeah okay. What was, the, what was um, uh, Jaded Bell Productions' first production it was a uh, short film mm -hmm. called choice okay um it was um a dark thriller uh, mm -hmm. about a guy um that was struggling with whether or not he should take a life okay um yeah. well uh yes um uh, look uh, the last film i worked on you had a bit of a dark context as well um and uh i, I guess um because we met like a couple of years ago um you entered the festival and um over time uh we've become friends because and that's what just happens in the festival you make friends with people um and although you, trying to nag you as a friend was pretty damn hard <laughs> oh really yeah <laughs> oh look i think i'm a bit of a social butterfly <laughs> i remember the first night i met you Mm -hmm. which was obviously at Made in the West, mm -hmm. uh, 2016. Mm -hmm. And you were obviously hosting and having an awesome time, and I, I won. Mm -hmm. And I just kept trying to get close to you, to talk to you mm -hmm. and say thanks. And you were, I guess, as you know, all over the place because you have a million jobs to do and things. Well, less these days, but yeah. around 2016, I, I was hosting. I was the tech lead, yes. um, the festival lead. Uh, a little bit of front of house, all of back of house, um, yeah. ven venue consultant, a lot. It's yeah. a lot of work. Yeah, you were a jack of all trades and mm -hmm. a master of all. Yeah. Oh, really? <laughs> oh, thank you. Oh, gosh, you're making me blush now. Um, uh, but look, uh, back to uh, Made in the West 2016, yeah. uh, you took out the glassware, the glassware, best in the West. Yeah. Um, that was for uh, First World Problems. Yeah. Um, so First World Problems, that's a bit of a... You're making a bit of a sort of social statement with that film. Can you tell us a little bit about First World Problems? Yeah, so um, with First World Problems, I I can actually tell you where the story came about and what inspired mm. me. Um, yeah, great. Yeah. It was a Friday night. I was at a friend's dinner party. I mm. was surrounded by um, highly educated people. Mm -hmm. um, and I was thinking, wow, it's going to be amazing tonight. We're going to talk about the most important things in the world because, you know, these people care about the most important things in the world. Mm -hmm. And I'm sitting there drinking my glass of wine and all I'm listening to is two guys talk about whose ass looks better in a pair of jeans. Oh, really? And <laughs> that was all I got that night. That that was... That's the, what you took away. Yeah. And, um, and just like any, you know, Gen Y millennial person, I grabbed my phone and started typing in this idea <laughs> in the middle of a dinner party. <laughs> So the script idea for First World Problems was at a dinner party uh, over two guys talking about yeah. how their ass looked yeah. in jeans. And I realised, yeah, have I not told you <laughs> no, that? No, no, you didn't tell me the story. So, um, and then obviously I went away and mm -hmm. I wanted to do a long take and I wanted to do 
I wanted to tell a story where there was another story happening in the background. So mm. um, the idea of first world problems where two guys are sitting on a park bench bitching and mm. whining about their first world problems. Mm-hmm. All the while there's a very important story about a homeless man playing out in the background. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know... Because the whole thing is a continuous shot, right? There's no, yeah. there's no cut point. No. Yeah, okay. Um, it is one long take over um, just under five minutes. Mm-hmm. And there are 15 different people that come in and out of that shot. Wow. Yeah. You got it in one take, right? <laughs> <laughs> there were in total 19 takes and we went with take 12. Okay. Well, yeah. How long was the how long did the piece go for? Just under 5 minutes. Okay, so you ran that 5 minutes yeah. 19 times. Uh, there were a couple of times where it just cut because a plane flew over or someone stacked it halfway through oh, a so scene yeah, or yeah, whatever. Oh, so technical issues and and bumps, yeah. 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 Um, or something was just slightly out of time and mm-hmm. sync. Um, but yeah, it was I remember specifically it was take 12, everyone's like, I think it's lunchtime. And I'm like, yeah, I don't think I'm going to get it after mm-hmm. lunch. So I pushed a little further. We got take 12. We went to mm-hmm. lunch. Everything after that wasn't that great. Mm-hmm. Um, it was a 30-degree day <laughs> in a park um, oh, in the you know, summer. Method, method acting. Come on, go yeah. ahead, guys. Use it. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm like, I can only push everyone so far. And honestly, like, we did nail it. Mm-hmm. Um, there was a lot of prep work that went into it and mm-hmm. it paid off. And, yeah, I'm so proud of it. It was my first successful short film. Yeah, well, well, um, I'm, uh, well I, I get to cur- obviously curate the films and um, uh, you push them forward and arrange them for the judges. And I remember looking at that film and going, I think that one's going to win. Because mm. I, I, uh, I like, we, we kind of take bets in the background. Oh, wow. Well, not bets, but, you know, just for kicks. And we say, yeah. oh, I reckon this one might win. I reckon that one will get Audience Choice Award yeah. and yada, yada. And I did predict that yours would win. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, um, totally congratulations for that. What a uh, what a good feat. Um, uh, but did, did you send the film around the world as well? I did, actually. So where else did you yeah. play this film? So, oh, God, now we're going back a couple of years. So um, it played in Toronto. Mm-hmm. Um, it played... It did play in New York, um, mm-hmm. except I didn't. I did not go for that. Yeah, um, well, I bring it up because I remember um, because when you give an award at a festival, yeah. it's best to have the person that won yes. at the festival, <laughs> and you'd come up as the winner because then you'd be going through all the administration process, and you were going to Toronto. Yeah. Yeah, we were peaking. Uh, I know. <laughs> so I, I do remember exactly where I was. Mm-hmm. Um, I was at that same friend's dinner party but mm. a different party <laughs> with better people <laughs> and um i get this email from you guys saying mm-hmm. you've been nominated for best actor best cinematography best director and best film mm-hmm. and i got on top of the couch just like tom cruise and i started dancing and crying and oh wow you know i didn't know this either oh <laughs> You got that excited? How, okay, I don't oh, know how great. close we really are now. If you don't know these stories, <laughs> I've heard a lot of stories. I just uh, there's just little bits of details oh. here and there I haven't heard before. Um, yeah. But yeah, and then obviously I emailed you guys. I think the exact same night mm-hmm. because I said, "So I'm actually leaving the country two days before your festival. Mm-hmm. Um, what do you, I think I said what." Do you advise? Um, Where, what do I do? Yeah, what do I do? Yeah. yeah. What are my options? Yeah. Um, emergency meeting over that email. Uh, our winner for the festival may be out of town. Ross, what do we do? I'm like, oh, we can't. You can't tell them that they've won because that's kind of going to that's kind of going to blow it but in the back of my mind i thought maybe at a last resort tell you um so we 
carefully crafted the email to make it very enticing to go without telling you that you'd won. And uh, it obviously worked, um, but, uh, oh gosh, um, the other sort of level we were going to go to was like, well, make sure you have a representative there. Yeah, make which sure is you... what you had mentioned in the email. Yeah, yeah. Um, and that's, I think we used that as the vehicle to go, make sure that you're there. Because, yeah. you know, th- there's a good chance <laughs> that you might get something. <laughs> <laughs> Still needed to be really ambiguous, but enough emotion in there to convince yeah. you to go. So uh, so what, ha- well, what, so what, ha- what happened during the process of you changing your mind going to Toronto? So I still went to Toronto. Mm. Um, it did cost me an arm and a leg. <laughs> to change all my flights and I'd already pre-booked accommodation so I lost the extra nights mm-hmm. um, obviously so worth it in the end mm-hmm. the only thing though so I attended Made in the West mm-hmm. by the time I got on a plane and I landed in Toronto and got from the airport to the festival I had 15 minutes to spare and I and by wow. that point I don't think because I didn't sleep the night I won with you guys I did not sleep for mm-hmm. I don't know how many days mm-hmm. Because I lost track of time. And I'm at this other festival, obviously, where I'm screening, (laughs) wearing a, you know, red carpet outfit, you know, only had the tiniest shower in between and, like, standing there looking like... And everyone's like, wow, you look so great. I'm like, really? I feel like I'm about to die. (laughs) (laughs) I'm on the the edge of death. (laughs) And they say the film world is glamorous. (laughs) Oh, man, it's hard work. Um, yeah. I, yeah, look, this has come up a few times. Like, how much work goes into pre-production? How much work goes into production? How much work goes into post-production? How much work goes into your distribution network? Yeah. And then you might be lucky and you might get your film in front of an audience and you get to go along to the show. Yeah. And for that one, you know, moment of glory, yeah. there's a lot that leads up to it. Yeah. 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 Far out. <laughs> yeah. But that was a good memory. Yeah, absolutely. I'm really glad that um, we were able to convince you to stay. And thank you for coming as well, because that really um, uh, set off a lot of things for a lot of people as well. Yeah. Um, it really did, because I think um, we had, you know, rock stars up and coming, and you were this really bright spark amongst these rock stars, right? And there's others out there too. Um, and... Um, yeah, you were you were one of those keystone people. I think there's a handful of people that are really driving this community um, just by the content that they're making. So I think yeah, the political context of that film and the and the idea behind it is is totally wide. Like yeah, that's going to win. Yeah. It's got the political points on it and it's done well. Yeah. Um, who was your cinematographer for uh, First World Problems? Oh, um, Derek Abel. Okay. So. Um, yeah, he had made a few films and mm-hmm. he very much so cared strongly about the homeless situation in Australia. Mm-hmm. Um, so we were kind of like the perfect match and fit. Mm-hmm. Um, and he was nominated for Best Cinematography at Made in the West, mm-hmm. um, which was awesome. Um, however, the moment I set eyes on um, The Briefcase by Ra Sharma, mm-hmm. I knew that we were meant to be a yeah. team. So, well, that was a test film for him. Yeah. Um, uh, Nate, can you look for that? Um, it's The Briefcase by the briefcase Ra Sharma. by Ra Sharma. Can you look for that for us while we while we get in there? Um, if you get it, if you get it, if you don't, you don't that'd be fine. Um, but, yeah, uh, that was certainly a film when I watched it. Um, I'm like, man, this has class. Mm. It was a beautifully shot. Yeah. Um, but that was an experimental film. He did uh, it in eight hours. Oh, really? He shot that in eight hours, yeah. Yeah, wow. Yeah. Um, I'm really glad he entered the festival. Um, so, yeah, when we watched The Briefcase, man, like uh, I remember looking at that movie and going, this is a game changer. It's a yeah. total game changer. Yeah. Um, and it wasn't just, you know, don't get me wrong, there were other films that were around that, but that one really stuck out. 
There it is. Yeah. Oh, um, just the opening shot, man. Just the opening shot is amazing. Um, and, um, yeah, the... Uh, <laughs> Uh, just the yeah, obviously the violence in it and the the shots of these <laughs> henchmen, um, and it has this really big build up, and then it turns out to be Pikachu in a suitcase. You know, I just love it. Oh my god! I mean, it, it's um, it was definitely made for its time. Mm. Um, might people might not get the reference later, but just in that moment, it was a laugh out loud. Oh my god! This yeah. was brilliant. Like, yeah, because uh, films um around. Uh, especially in Western Sydney at that time, because I noticed that films change year to year. Yeah. And around that time, there was a lot of gangster films around. Yeah. It was all, like, guns and uh, um, uh, drug deals yeah. and, you know, all of this sort of um, underworld um, sinister sort of ideas. Yeah. And then when you start watching it, you think, oh, it's just another gangster film. Um, and you think, oh, he's going to open the case. There's going to be a whole bunch of, like, you know, money or drugs in there or something like that, and it's Pikachu. You know, what's really <laughs> hilarious is oh, that was the first film of the night. Mm. And... Um, I um, as soon as it played, I looked at my cinematographer, and we both went, "That guy wins." Like he, mm. even he said, we just both went, "Yep, he he wins." So yeah, I remember you telling me about this because there's a bit of a roller coaster for um, our, our contestants. Really? Uh, yeah, because um, you guys, you, as you're watching it, you know, you're watching other films happen, and you go, "Is my, is my film going to get an award?" Yeah. Um, how did you feel in the lead up? Uh, did you know? Is there any point that you knew that you were going to win? Um. So I got the vibe that I was going to win something when obviously you guys said send a representative. Mm -hmm. um, but I one best film was not even an option in my head. Mm -hmm. um, I, yeah, I did not think that I was even eligible for that, even though I was nominated. <laughs> um, and I was really, really hoping um, primarily for best actor mm -hmm. um, or best cinematography mm -hmm. because those two things were outstanding. Mm -hmm. um, obviously, deep down, you always want to win best director, but if I had to pick one, mm -hmm. it really would have been one of those two. Yeah. Um, I remember when all of it was done mm -hmm. and it was before best film was announced. Yeah. And I just went, oh... <laughs> <laughs> I guess I'm not winning anything. That's a bit weird. Why and they got they? me to come along. That, yeah, that's exactly what I oh, said. Oh, those jerks! I've just, I've just, I've just spent this money on this. Oh gosh, I'm going to kill these people. Well, and then I said, <laughs> so you know, my best friend James. Mm -hmm. um, so he he just kind of put his hand on my hand, and he's like, "There's still one more." And I'm like, "Oh come on, I'm not going to win. Look it's at all the these last films. One. I was it's literally like, one. look yeah, at all these films. How did I even get in? It's incredible." You know, mm -hmm. like, I had so much respect for mm -hmm. the calibre um, of the films that were in there. Mm -hmm. I was just like, shit, how did I get in, you know? Well, that's the year it got fierce. <clears throat> that's where it really yeah. went up. It's notable, really went up that year. Yeah. Yeah. It was so good. Mm -hmm. um, and then he, he did say to me, he's like, do you wish you hadn't swapped your flights? And I was like, no, I'm actually really glad I came because mm -hmm. I met a whole bunch of people in that VIP networking opportunity at the mm -hmm. beginning. That's actually where I met. Ra before yeah. he even won, so it was nice that I even built that. It's relationship. the biggest power there. Yeah. In my in my view. Yeah. yeah. So um, yeah, I don't know, a lot of connections are always made there. So mm -hmm. um, I I did not regret it at all. Mm -hmm. And then I won. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I remember um, <laughs> the year before because the year before we had these really nice glass set trophies mm -hmm. made. So previous years we didn't have that, and we sort of you know raised the bar on our own. Uh, our own event right and I remember watching the person before and they hold on to the award going oh this is cool and I remember to make a note of that was the first year I made a note with myself make sure you pay attention Ross to 
people getting that award. And I remember seeing you grab onto that thing, going, oh, this is amazing. Yeah. This is absolutely amazing. Yeah. Um, don't get me wrong. Um, people that get awards at Made in the West, it's, it's really important that people are recognised for their work. But coming back to that networking idea, that's where I see the content mm. e excelling. It's because of those collaborations that are developed from the networking opportunity. Um, and that's why, look, if you're out there listening, I encourage any filmmaker, if you've entered Made in the West and you, you may not have got a screening, come along because mm. you will meet people that are doing things on the scene that are really cutting edge and then, then the way to enhance what we're doing is by doing it together yeah it's about collaborating so many collaborations have come out of uh that year yeah. right uh, there was so, a few collaborations the previous year but that year really started to take off um but so you met Rash Sharma uh, big shout out we haven't done the shout out to Rash Sharma I think you've had yeah. one shout out before but here's a shout out to oh, Rash Sharma Ra. yeah. my man oh yeah he's my man <laughs> not in that way he is my DOP he is my cinematographer he is yeah, he's the person that knows how to print out what I have in my head mm. I think that's the best way to kind of describe it like I you can you can very much so you know be a great writer, but if you can't deliver that visually, mm -hmm. you know that you're not so great. Mm -hmm. He's really great at delivering mm -hmm. things visually, but he does struggle with telling a story. Mm -hmm. And then <clears throat> both of us coming together, and now we've had quite a few films together. Mm -hmm. We've built this really great relationship, which took time to build as well. It wasn't yeah, yeah. a picnic, um, getting to know each other. Yeah, it's a difficult process. Yeah, yeah, but we're at a point where we're so strong. We recently shot something mm -hmm. in like a half a day that we just slammed out without any issues because now we're in sync. We know how to work together. And yeah, yeah, you know how to respond to each other yeah. rather than react. Yes. Yeah, and I think yeah, that takes important. a bit of time. Yeah. Um, because it, when yeah, those relationships start mm -hmm. out, I find that they're a reactionary. Yeah. And then as, as you develop the relationship personally and professionally, yeah. um, it becomes responsive yeah and so yeah I definitely see that in your, your guys work as well yeah. you can see the responsiveness in that um, but going to your first sort of uh, project together um, yeah. you entered Made in the West the following year so you met at Made in the West 2016 yes you come up with an idea for curated illusions yeah so let's let's just run through that before we move to um, Made in the West actually can we backtrack for a second yeah can we just backtrack oh okay okay so <laughs> I think I know what's going. Yeah, no, 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 no. Um, uh, um, uh, sorry, um, first world problems. Yes. So you go to Toronto. Yeah. Um, you've shown your film there. It showed in New York. Yes. And and oh, and so in Australia. Oh Jesus. Uh, so where did so it go? Queensland. In yeah. Uh, Sanctuary Cove. Um, Wollongong Film Festival. Sydney Indie Film Festival. Um, mm -hmm. Got some glassware there as well. Mm -hmm. Um, Real Time International Film Festival, mm. which is international but in WA, um, mm. won Best Film. Yeah, wow. Uh, yeah, so, um, and amongst those wins, there were plenty of nominations. It, like I said, it was my first successful short film. Yeah, so um, it's the one that so broke was, you through, yeah. Yeah, so it was my second short, but mm. it was the one that was successful. Yeah, yeah. And, um, yeah. Not a bad batting average. Yeah, but then the pressure is on. Okay, so right. for the third one, I'm am I going to backtrack? Am I going to go forward? Or like, am I going to be the same spot? Like, mm -hmm. it's, yeah, it's one of those things, you know, we all feel it. Well, well so. let's go forward a bit. So you run into Ra Sharma. Yes. Um, and then you come up with the idea for Curated Illusions. Can you run a, run through the, the premise that's behind Curated Illusions yeah. for us? So just tapping back slightly into mm -hmm. First World Problems, um, 
one of the thing one of the themes that recurs in first world problems is the fact that one of the characters is constantly on his phone mm-hmm. and not paying attention yeah. to the other guy um and there are lots of references to social media because yeah, he's doing lots of selfies and yeah. tick and like and that yeah. sort of thing yeah. yeah um and it was about you know the stuff that people do online but they don't do in real life so mm-hmm. yeah you're you're supporting a cause online but you're not actually supporting people in real life yeah um and so I kind of touched on the social media thing, which mm-hmm. to me, I, I have a very big love-hate relationship. I think, I, think, I think a lot of us do. Yeah, with social media. <laughs> like, that's, that's my thing. That's my thing I'm very passionate about. Mm-hmm. I think it's an amazing tool. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I think it's incredible that it exists, I think. Absolutely. Yeah, there's just not enough education on how to manage ourselves on there. I just, um, yeah, I don't know. I just think we're going through a growth period when it comes to that sort of thing. Yeah. You know, um, I, I, look, personally, I sometimes go, I just want to disconnect from Facebook. Mm. But everything I do is tied into it. The festival's tied into yeah. it. The production company's tied into it. Um, this podcast is tied into it. There's no escaping it. Yeah. But I th- sometimes I think when you wrestle with those things, it's because of the negativity that's out there. Yeah. And I think if you start making positive content or content that has a positive effect, I think that's yes. more to the point. Um, positive affecting content rather than you know um, content that's of a, uh, a malicious or manipulative nature I yeah. think that's that's the part that want, makes you want to get off the internet yeah you know I, 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 yeah, well that's how I feel yeah um, so it's those downers those um you know, trolls that are out there. Oh, man. don't you worry. I'm going to sort that out. Oh, yeah. Oh, look. <laughs> on <laughs> yeah, that we're gonna, later. We're going we're gonna to sort out those trolls, man. We're going to be on to that. Um, but look, just to, just to bring it back to uh, curated yeah. illusions, all right? So people, uh, so you had this social mm. media context. So I, I realised after First World Problems, mm-hmm. I, that was my thing. I knew I wanted to do more social media stories. Mm. Um, so... Curate Illusions, I wrote it uh, shortly after I returned from Mm. Toronto and um, basically it's a story about a woman suffering from amnesia who Mm. uses her social media account to rediscover who she is. Mm -hmm. But her reality doesn't match who Mm. she actually is online. Mm. Um, And the end of the film has a totally, you know, out of left field, Mm. separate message that is um, a big problem in our society. I don't kind of want to give it away Mm -hmm. um, for those that do want to watch the film. Yeah, no, totally check it out. It's Um, beautifully filmed. Thank you. Beautifully filmed. Uh, the um, narrative arc is is um, uh, exquisite. Um, I think um, I remember when I watched it. We've talked about this film a lot yeah. in a lot of contexts. So I'll get to I'll get to the other contexts in a minute. But um, you know the cu- uh, curated illusion. Is, I think because you were doing this film as a as a texting while driving thing. Yeah. Right. But I think the subtext beyond that is very deep. Yeah. It's a very deep film when you when you really psychoanalyze it. Um, Without them even saying much at all. Low dialogue. Yeah. Low dialogue film. It's a totally picture-driven film. Um, and the ideas that are in there are really big questions that are going on today. Like, like we've just covered, like, should I be on Facebook? Who am I on Facebook? Yeah. Is this real? And you, and you know that it's your, your best party of... Do you want a pinch? Yeah. <laughs> yes, this is real. This is real, people. This is real life. Am um, I really here? Am I just a figment of your imagination? <laughs> yeah, but we have these digital selves, right? Yeah. 
um, and everyone does it. You put your best, your best on there. I think um, and this is where I, I perhaps may even uh, tip my hat to trolls that are out there. At least they're being raw and a little bit honest about their persona. It's not maybe a, a palatable one for most people. Actually, on that, I don't know. I I think that there are actually people that are almost pretending to be something else online or, or, yeah, or revealing who they truly are but in real life mm. they can't they would never dare to say those things to your face yeah so that's the subterfuge that's coming out in the surface yeah, yeah I they think, hide I think behind you're, I think, anonymity yeah well I think the phrase is um, you know a keyboard warrior yes you know, that, that's how we sort of encapsulate that idea yeah. that idea that oh you're really you're really tough on this texting thing but there's no way if we were in a pub that you'd say that to my face yes exactly um, so I don't know. So they're curated I, I, illusions as well. Yeah, absolutely. Who, who uh, yeah. are we really? Are we really the person that we are in real life, or like, or are we a digital representation of that? Yeah, and uh, that is, and that, that digital representation is reflected, or yeah. on what's in your own subtext. Yeah. I guess. So if who we are online is actually who we mm-hmm. really are inside. Mm-hmm. That's kind of scary for those that are trolls. Yeah. Well, there's a plethora of ideas out there. I think another example would be you know um, women that do the duck bill. You know, yeah. uh, the duckbill selfie or the, you know, the dudes that are cut that are, you know, doing the high angle, yep. you know, um, up, uh, post-workout shots. Yeah. There's these sort of, um, um, you know, self-image ideas. Um, I think for filmmakers like ourselves, uh, for performers and artists like ourselves, um, we're putting our work out there. Mm. Uh, we see yeah. it as a platform to put our work out. Um, and... And don't get me wrong, like, there's nothing wrong with people disliking your work. There's nothing wrong with that. But when people come out and, uh, and attack you, yes. I think that's the one that really grabs me. Mm. Um, yeah, I just, I don't know how, like, sometimes I know how to deal with it. I think, I don't know. You send them to me, I'll sort them out. Yeah, well, sometimes <laughs> you, your first instinct is to block them, right? Just yeah. block them out of your life. But then you go, well, you need creative uh, you know uh, constructive criticism on if your comments constructive that's the thing there are people that are absolutely just hating on you because you've done something mm. that makes them feel like crap because mm-hmm. they're then comparing themselves to you and they don't feel like they measure up so they're trying to pull you down yeah i find and another one i find is the hijackers no. um when you've got a, a post that's working well um, some people like to hop onto a post that has a high high count yep. just so that they can have a platform. And the thing is that if they just join the... Com- like, the way I see it is if you just join the conversation, you could be a part of the conversation. Yeah. Even if you have a critical eye on it, there's nothing wrong with the critical eye of things. Mm. It's just that, that, that sometimes the ferociousness yeah. that's in there and, and the vernacular that's used, I just find, mm. like, they come to a point you're like, oh, I don't... You become worried. Mm. Like, um, you know, kind of in a stalker kind of a way as well. Yeah. They're, persist- <laughs> they're persistent. Yeah. You know. Um, well, I since don't... we both are, um, yeah. <laughs> we both tend to attract <laughs> Well, we were talking about this Stalkers. before. I reckon, oh, look. Um, <laughs> How I, many have you got? How many have you had? That's the thing. I... Let's compare our numbers. Oh, now. look, I've had a few. I've had a few. <laughs> get, you get a few here and there. But the ones that are persistent that stick around, they're the ones that are, that are scary. Uh, yeah. Or the ones that you think have left. And then they come and back, the and the all the, yeah, or they're still there. Oh fuck! Oh, yeah, well, look, you know those. Um, sometimes you see those uh, invites or likes, yeah. and you're like, I don't know this person. And it's never like a hot guy, or in your case, a hot girl. Yeah, yeah. Like it's. <laughs> <laughs> it's <laughs> I get, I get lots of girls. Yeah. But I as equally as guys though. Yeah, I reckon I'm about fifty-fifty. I reckon yeah. maybe more guys actually. Yeah. Yeah, but more in a. 
um, I don't know what kind of a mode. Uh, a little bit of aggressive, creepy, voyeuristic yeah. kind of a way. Um, but I, I don't know. I try to look at it from their point of view as well. Like perhaps, perhaps you don't know what's going on in their life and what agitations have got them to that point. Yeah. So that's where I try to have a bit of humility and go, all right, you don't know what's going on with that person. Yeah. Um, at the same time, though, you go, well, I need to buffer that to, yeah. to protect myself because you don't. it's just an unpredictable world, right? Yeah. Um, but uh, back to uh, curated illusions. <laughs> We've gone on an excellent tangent here. It's been fantastic. Um, You're going to have fun editing this. <laughs> no, mate. I don't, no, straight up. It's straight up. This is this is out in the pipeline. This is it. What, what's going to probably end up being like a four-hour <laughs> Oh, yeah. Look, I did, I did say to you when you were showing up, I'm like, I better get some uh, bigger data cards uh, uh, for Rachel um, because, yeah, well, look, to sidetrack again, to, to, uh, to um, go on a tangent, um, I think that you were actually a, um, a big part of me starting this podcast. Um, and it was when I was sitting, we were doing, because we did a few things last year. We were doing the hosting for event cinemas. That was awesome. Which was ab- coming up in my memories at the moment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was an absolute hoot where we got to, you know, do that, that, that live um, sort of, um, you know, that raw interface, you know, people in front of you yeah. um, doing, you know, film trivia and No pe- rehearsal? No, no. Oh, yeah. Oh, <laughs> look, uh, if event cinemas, people out there, yes, of course we rehearsed. Um, yeah, we. I mean, we did talk about what our facts were going to be yes we 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 had um a <laughs> text message relationship when it came to our rehearsal and then um, you'd always steal my bits and then i'd have to come up with new bits yeah and i'd add extra bits in and then totally derail it and <laughs> you know but it, look they yeah. didn't know they had a fun time um and that's the ultimate thing the, the audience started growing yeah. and it started working um and it was a lot of fun uh, but we're doing other things as well we did a few um uh, pieces to camera a uh, few interviews over the over the years and um yeah i guess i think i think we were here actually and we we're doing something some sort of promotion for one of your films in made in the west and we we're sitting on two stools in front of a camera oh yeah and the camera like we I think when I look, I actually lost the footage, by the way. Remember that? I lost the footage. This is the only footage I've ever lost. But I remember when I was scrubbing through it, I'd run the camera. Uh, I'd started the record because it was a one-man operation. I had yeah. no operator. I was operating as well. So you just roll it and then we just started talking. And, you know, we talked for, I think it was 45 minutes. What? Yeah. What? Yeah. What were we talking about? I don't oh, Just Just <laughs> stuff. Just stuff. And, and I was sitting there talking with you and I'm like, yeah, we should do this more often. And um, and previous to that, there was other a yeah. few other people have gone. Oh, you know, you, you know, you, you know these people, and perhaps you know you, you, you're a you're a chatterbox, Ross. You know, you can you can get them talking, uh, talking about what they're doing and what's going on, and you're a little bit opinionated here and there. Um, perhaps you know you, you could do a podcast, and then I think the th- one of the there's a few motivators that pushed it over the cliff, and you were one of those motivators. Aww. Yeah, just me and you talking shit on camera. That's what it was. <laughs> Nothing's changed. Yeah, yeah. Um, but secretly, Ross wants to be uh, Joe Rogan, really. Ooh. Well, no, well, look, no. I I think I'm more like Ross Ross Go Bogan. Um, I think <laughs> Ross Go Bogan. Oh yeah. my god! <laughs> Ross Go Bogan from Western Sydney. Um, yeah, no. Look, it's definitely a good model. Uh, having uh, having all these artists around and activists, it's an excellent opportunity to talk about what we're doing, man. Because we're doing some exciting things oh, around Western you Sydney. You know what? It so is. And you know how I asked you if you had questions for me that you were gonna. Yeah, and no, I didn't uh, want to spoil you with questions. Yeah. So I decided to 
write some questions that you should ask me. Okay, okay, I've got some questions here. All right, so um, we got we got to get back to curated illusions. Does anything involve curated illusions here? No. Okay, so we're gonna have to get right back. Okay. All right, so question one uh, from Rachel. All right. <clears throat> so Rachel. Um, how did you get to be so amazing? Oh, fuck. You know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm glad. I'm glad. Oh, and, and where did you get your hair done? Oh, well, what do you think? You like this new colour? This oh, shade of red? Yeah, I think it's fabulous. I think it's absolutely fantastic. And uh, what's it like being awesome all of the time? It can be a little tiresome, you know. <laughs> Just <laughs> My biggest really? weakness is fatigue. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> From being so awesome. <laughs> Um, and how do you deal with being the best? Well, and I've got a know. point about this, by the way. Yeah, 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 yeah. But how do you feel being the best? <laughs> well, I know I'm not. Yeah. Oh, look, there's look, there's a lot. You're certainly a rock star, and you're uh, amongst a lot of rock stars, and you've certainly um, stood amongst your peers um, very well. Um, like, for instance, you know, 2016, we do um, first world problems because it's through Made in the West program, right? You get. The um, Best in the West, Best Student Film, Audience Choice Award, yeah. and all the ancillary awards as well. Best Director, Best Actor, Best Actress, Best Sound Design, yeah. yada, yada, yada. And what we do is we do promotional packages for all of them. Yeah. Um, press release, blogs, interviews, on-the-spot interviews on the night. You know, the whole, the whole box and dice. Which I love. Oh, man. Made me feel like a star. Yeah, I but that's really the point. That's yeah. the point. You guys, we, we, all of us, we have to feel like... It's going somewhere. If you don't feel like it's going somewhere, there's no reason to do it again. Yeah. You know, you've got to feel oh, like doing it again. So true. You've got to feel like doing it again. And we deserve to walk the red carpet. Yeah. We deserve to go and watch our films on a big screen. We deserve an audience in front of that. Yeah. Because after all of that work, you know, don't get me wrong, online distribution, you get your likes, you get your views, something plays, something doesn't, but there's nothing like having that raw interface of having your film on a screen in a crowd, watching people react to it. Yes. There's nothing like I, I yes. Personally, I don't think there's anything like that. Um, but, uh, well, so the first year, it's easy to promote the best in the West, right? And it's kind of like one of those things where, you know, you promoted the previous best in the West winner, you're going to promote the next best in the West winner. And then you make curated illusions, right? <laughs> and I've Sorry. gone... And uh, you know, back to those side bets, back to those side bets. And I remember watching that film going, Fuck! Oh gosh, that's that's probably gonna win. Ah, and then I looked at other films, and a big shout out to um, uh, Vaughn actually, because yeah. uh, I reckon that was a window. Yeah, yeah, window. What a great film. Because um, uh, um, Vaughn's one of those original rock stars. Like um, he's been runner up for Main the West several years. He's he's taken the glassware away as well. Um, and um, Vaughn, if you're out there, enter again, man. That glassware's out there. <laughs> um, and uh, um, I remember when it came through, the judges had come through with their decision. And I'm like, because oh, I remember thinking. You did not want me to win. I did not want you to win. I'm like, because I've already promoted you. I want you, you want to promote someone else. But at the same time, uh, for someone to be able to take out the glassware two years running, that says something. That certainly says something. Because you've got to understand as well, it's a total separation of powers. Yeah. Um, so for those that are out there in Made in the Westland, I was um, uh, betting against... Like, I knew you... Oh, you were betting against me. I was me gunning sure. against you. Like, I... I, I look, uh, you know, you, you, can't, you can't be too snide about these things, but I certainly didn't put your film in a favourable spot for the judges. Where'd you put it? 
Oh well, you know, because if you when you give the judges their films, yeah, you know, they've you got they've got X yeah. amount to watch. So if you put the first few, you've got lower attention. You yeah. would think so. This is just a hy- yeah. hypothetical. You would have less attention at the start, more attention at the um, at the middle, yeah. but the second third. That's where the lowest attention is going to be. You put me at the end. Yeah, yeah, you were right up there. I, I made it. I certainly um, put honest obstacles in your way, and you're still bloody one. <laughs> and I've never had to do that for another film because I remember going, oh, surely. Um, I probably even, like, I, even by saying that, uh, I probably didn't even put that much thought into it. But sure. Sure, sure you didn't, Ross. Yeah. Sure you didn't. Um, <laughs> I, know. <laughs> I know you wanted oh, a gonna... photo with someone else. It's That's all right. about that trophy photo. It's the and trophy you photo. you stuck with me again. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> But look, great hey, but thing. I wore another really nice dress. Yeah, I mean, that's good. Account. Photos look great, <laughs> and a lot of good things come out of that as well. You know, um, um, beyond that, um, because that was the year as well. Because we started to garner a further relationship with mm. people like um, Rash Sharma, Luke Walker. Big shout out to Luke Walker. Um, next time you're in Sydney, I'm going to net you, bro. Um, <laughs> and uh, oh, and I need to net Rash Sharma by the way. But you're a very busy man. Um, I'll get him. Yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah, yeah, you'll get him for I'll me. I'll lure him here yeah, for, a, yeah. for a job. <laughs> <laughs> lure him in. I'll be like, here's your job, sit in the chair. It's an interview, sit in the chair. Um, <laughs> and you'll be like, all right, where do I point the camera? I'm like, just, I don't care. Point it at yourself. <laughs> but this is where the next level started happening. The next level for me in the West started happening because our sponsorship was increasing, our, our awards were increasing. You know, um, we, you know, still searching and um, Jaded Bell had a joint venture through um, Vent doing, you know, the, the presentations. You know, we've worked, you know, and, and anyone who's in Maiden West has worked on each other's film and it was getting to this point where it's really complex because then you go what about biases because yeah. I, I know you very well yeah but i know other filmmakers very well as well like yeah. i know matt vella very well i know bina very well um i know von very well you know i know all of you guys very well yeah. because it's a small community um but that's why i have that separation of powers we give yes. that we give that over to someone else and not only that the judges don't know each other yeah Right? Yeah. They don't even know each other. So um, we know that in our hearts of hearts, we know that there's a separation of that. But then it becomes difficult because, again, you go, well, Rash Armour's got a, a package to offer to um, for the winner of Made in the West. Yeah. Right? But then can Rash Armour enter Made in the West? So we mm-hmm. came to this decision. It was really difficult to do so. And the only person that loses out, is generally me. Yeah. <laughs> I can't enter Made in the West. I've built this thing. Everyone else gets to enter it, and I don't get to enter it. Yeah. Oh, um, that's right. Yeah, we had all that controversy with Three Feet Team. Yeah, that's right. Um, and Which I. No one really knows about that. No, but it's it was all yeah. fair and just. It was yeah, all fair it was, and just, man. But far out. Yeah, I know. I know. <laughs> that was. But three feet deep. Well, speaking of three oh. feet deep, uh, let's get into let's get three feet deep. Did we finish Curated Illusions? I think we did. Did we finish Curated Illusions? So we talked about Curated Illusions, about where you come from and that, and and, and then uh, yeah. Ra Sharma shooting it, and then you took the glassware again. <laughs> the, the one thing that I'm probably really proud about, that particular film, mm-hmm. like, that to date is actually my favourite film. It's very classy. Yeah. it. There's something about it. It's, it's polished. Mm-hmm. It's um, made with a lot of passion, but mm-hmm. not just mine. Mm-hmm. It, I had the most incredible cast and crew, mm-hmm. and one of the things I'm super proud of 
at Made in the West mm-hmm. for that film was that we got nominated for every category. Yeah, you did. And yeah. Um, that- well, let's get it. Let's get into that. Okay. So before we move on to <laughs> Three Feet Deep. So, all right, so... Oh, and to, oh, the fucking journey on the night. Yeah, okay, oh, okay, my God. Okay, 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 okay. So, let's just rewind. 2016, not going to win this. Um, oh, shit, I won it. Yeah. So, explain your journey and emotional roller coaster for 2017 for Great Illusion. So, so, in my head, not going to win it. Not going to win Best Film because, I don't know, why would you win it two years in a row? Um, I also knew who I was up against, you know. Yeah, incredible very, filmmakers. Very stiff competition. Um, I, I didn't, like, I didn't really even want to win again. But then mm. when I saw the nominations list, it freaked me out. Mm-hmm. And um, you can't help but want awards for your team. Mm-hmm. So... I wanted something for Ra. I wanted mm. something for my actor, my actress. I wanted something for my music score composer, although at the time you guys didn't have music score. Yeah, but that was something that invoked that as well. Yeah, which yeah, is great. We had, we had, well, that's where you get the feedback. Yeah. You need that feedback. But I, I wanted those things for the rest of the team, and I remember on the night, because I was like, I'm sure someone's going to win something in my team. Mm-hmm. Um, and we were going through, mm-hmm. and <laughs> we didn't win anything. And I was like... Oh, this is kind of really sad and unfortunate. And um, it was a really rough Glad night. Glad I didn't blow some airline tickets on this bloody festival. Yeah. <laughs> it was just a bit of a rough night because there was also this... Um, while, while I'm okay not winning mm-hmm. again, um, there's like this, this feeling that people are looking at you. Mm-hmm. Um, Expectations. Yeah. yeah. And, you know, you try not to think about those things, mm-hmm. but you can't help but feel that maybe someone's gunning against you or whatever. Mm. And um, so you try to ignore that. Oh, I, I had everyone with me. I had my mm. whole team with me and they were so amazing and mm. supportive. And um, anyway, I remember we got to the end of the night and I was pretty pissed by this point, like drunk, not yeah, pissed. Not, not annoying. Yeah, yeah, pissed. Like I'm like in my chair. Like, if you end up in VOP, it may happen. Yes. I was, <laughs> yes. I was literally like this, like this. And um, I couldn't even concentrate on the films. And my film was, like, right at the end. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, my God, I think I need another drink. And then um, we're just kind of sitting there waiting mm-hmm. and um, you guys were announcing. Mm-hmm. And I wasn't – I don't know what I was doing. I think I was on my phone or something. I don't know why. I was really far up the back. Mm-hmm. And then you announced best film and it was me. And there's actually a video of me just, like – and Ali, my actress, mm-hmm. she's the lead in the film. Big shout out to Ali. Yes. She's a beautiful woman. Mm-hmm. She pulls me out of my seat and she's holding my head. You won. And I'm like, what? <laughs> she's like, like you, you won. won. And there's just this video of me going. And then someone's like, you need to go down there. And I think you're like looking for me. Yeah. Like, I took a long time. I know she's here. <laughs> and then I'm like, okay. So I start walking down and then right at the end in the front row, mm-hmm. Nadim, my lead actor, he just stands up and looks at me and he puts his arms out. And I just realised in that, that was the moment. Mm-hmm. I was like, we won. And a big shout out to Nadim as well. Superstar. Um, I, I saw him on a commercial recently, <laughs> uh, Wink. I think it's yeah, the Wink a, commercial. He's in everything. He's in everything, that guy. <laughs> Um, I'm going to net you too, dude. Um, mm. <laughs> that's my saying for the night. I'm going to net you. I'm hey, going to get you on the show. so worth getting on the show. Yeah, man. He's uh, very experienced and he's done a lot of things. But, yeah. So, I re- look, I do remember being a bit cruel, though. 
um because you you go how's your night going i'm like and i'll try and spin the conversation around well you can't win all the time you know um <laughs> you know it's just just getting your, your stuff screened is an award in yeah. itself and i was like airing on the negative <laughs> so, i didn't even hear any of it <laughs> yeah i know oh yeah just planting seeds just planting seeds I was just no oh, yeah. i already didn't win yeah yeah no i'm used to telling you ross go fuck yourself um i know <laughs> <laughs> numerous times um but no you certainly win uh, you certainly won and deserved that trophy Thank you. Uh, it was a beautiful film um totally go and check it out guys curated illusions um but off the back of that film because then we had awards that allow you to make films after that yes <laughs> so this is where the conflict of interest started to cross over because when we designed the award yeah you don't know that who's going to win yeah all right and rashama was the award, right? To get a good cinematographer to shoot your film. <laughs> when and he's then, the one that won me that award. Then he won the award, place. right? But you got to understand, man, it's not that, it, it, that is not a conspiracy. It's just the way it worked out, you know? Do you reckon there were people that thought that? I don't know. Yeah. I, I, not, I hope not, because it was such not. a natural, uh, unplanned thing that just kind of happened. I've like, never heard negative things about it. Um, yeah. but um, you know he was I mean you can see it in the photo he yeah, yeah. has like, this look on his face like he's mortified that I won because mm. I mean he was obviously happy we won because it was our well, film maybe, maybe you're just that hard to work with <laughs> <laughs> he's like oh fuck I gotta work with that bitch Not again a, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but like he um, yeah and he, he was because he actually said he was holding the trophy right mm. and um, yeah, he, he was standing yeah. next to Marcel mm. um, from Digital Logic and he's like, oh, you know, I really... I kept calling them ProLogic on the night. Oh, did you? Yeah. Because, oh, no. you know, obviously, because ProLogic sounded... Yeah. Yeah, it's a really easy mistake to make. That's okay. We can call them Digital Logic. They're Digital Logic. Big shout out logic. to the Digital Logic guys. <laughs> Sorry about uh, three years ago, two years ago. Yeah, Glenn and Marcel. Yeah. Um, so, so, Ra says to Marcel... Um, God, I wonder who's going to win. Mm. I'm so worried about who's going to win. Are they going to want me as a prize? And um, Marcel's like, why don't you just read the trophy? <laughs> <laughs> and then Ra looked down and he's like, oh, shit. And then you announced it. Yeah. And then I got up there and I'm all high-fiving, happy, and he's got this look on his face like, like, face like a deer in headlights. Totally a deer in headlights. It's, we have a photo of him. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to have to put this in the edit. Yeah, maybe. There's a photo. I don't and know if I want to single him out that much, but find it? Uh, <laughs> actually- you could find it on the uh, Made in the West um, FB page, but that's going to be a big hunt. It might that's... actually even be in my gallery. Go back to my gallery on my. Um... If you go to uh, Rachel's site, Jaded Bell. Yeah. And go gallery. Mm. It might be there. I don't know because it's a great photo. Mm. I would love to find that shot. I'll find. I yeah, know I've got because it, I remember because yeah. no, I handed him the award. He looks at the award and he goes, "Ross." I'm like. Ra, <laughs> and he's like, "Are you sure this is okay?" I'm like, "Man, of course it's okay, um, dude. I I do not have a choice in this. Yeah. From a publicity point of view, this is it's it's there. Like, it you, is. Yeah, it's yeah. underneath the second photo. Oh no, he's gone. He's gone. You got to go back. There you go. It will show up. We've got the slow internet's going on. <laughs> NBN, they said. Move in, they said. Fibre to the house, they said. Lies. <laughs> no, it is fibre to the house. It normally goes okay. What's going on, Nate? Um, <laughs> 
All right, we'll pull it up. Once he pulls it up, I'll be able to come back to it. Uh, but yeah, I remember, um, yeah, he's like, Ross, and I'm like, rah. And he was like, what? you sure this is okay? I'm like, of course it's okay, man. Nine judges decided on it. Yeah. Um, I didn't know who'd won until a week before you got yeah. the award. So there's no, you don't know what the judges are going to do. And they're unpredictable. Yeah. Like, don't get me wrong, you can look at a film subjectively because you've got to understand, from my point of view, I've watched most of the short films in Western Sydney for the last eight years. Yeah. I've watched all the content and probably more because you're always out there looking for other Western Sydney content to encourage people to enter. Yeah. So you're always, um, uh, you're always um, uh, are trawling out there looking for content. Um, and that was a year as well because it, you start to get momentum with the festival and then yeah. people go, oh, I made a movie three years ago. You're like, great, put it in the festival. Yeah. But eventually you run out of those people. Yeah. And I call it the playhead. We're up to the playhead. Yeah. So now we're at a ratio where there's more films that yeah. are made for Made in the West than there are of that are sitting on someone's shelf. Yes. Which is really cool. Yeah. That's really cool, right? Yeah. Um, and that, that number is increasing as well. Um, and also the age demographics are changing as well. Yeah. Yeah, we're getting a lot of younger people doing this, yeah. which is really exciting. I find yeah. that really exciting. Um, it's a lot more accessible now to people. Like, you know, totally. you don't need a very super expensive camera. You can actually shoot things on your phone now. So. Yeah. Um, you can get 1080p on some phones. and uh, uh, Mine does 4K. Your phone does 4K. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I put that on a gimbal. You've got this. Exactly. You're, you're, you've just become a cinematographer. Exactly. Um, but learn the rules of photography and mm-hmm. rules of cinematography you'll be a better one um <laughs> totally yeah, give, <laughs> give rachel a call at uh, jaded bell productions um and you can find her at jadedbellproductions.com um <laughs> i wish i wore that this, shirt. yeah this, this, uh, this message was endorsed by uh, roscoe page train um <laughs> Okay, so you won the package for Best in the West 2017. Then you go out and you make Three Feet Deep. So let's talk about Three yeah. Feet Deep. What made? Because it's a dark film, Rachel. Yeah. It's 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 one of the most like. Don't get me wrong. I've watched a lot of horrors through Made in the West, but this one's got a quite a sinister subtext in there. Yeah. So what what's motivated you to do that? And tell us a little bit about Three Feet Deep. So Three Feet Deep is a story about a grave digger for hire, mm-hmm. and he. Um, basically decides to break his code mm-hmm. and spy on one of his clients. Mm-hmm. So the idea is is that he gets a text um, which has coordinates mm-hmm. and um, measurements. Mm-hmm. So it'll be like six foot one, five foot nine, whatever. Um, and he goes, digs a hole in mm-hmm. the middle of the woods um, at those coordinates and he leaves um, mm-hmm. and he picks up money elsewhere. That's the concept. One day he gets coordinates and measurements for three feet. Mm. As in, like, as in, uh, yeah, the size of the grave. And he's like, ooh. Yeah. That's a bit hectic. Yeah. Yeah. So um, he decides to spy on his client Mm -hmm. and not going to tell you anymore. Yeah, yeah, okay. I mean, you know what happens. Well, I know what happens. I've I've seen the film. But um, uh, be sure to go and check out Three Feet Deep. So Three Feet Deep played uh, last year at Made in the West. Yes. And uh, did you pull any awards away for Three Feet Deep? Yes, we did. We did. Which is the one that I probably wanted the most. Yeah. And that was for the um, best original music score. Mm -hmm. Um, So Anisha Thomas, my music score composer. Big shout out to Anisha. Absolutely. Uh, She's a big dreamer and a big worker and a hard worker. Yes. And she is the most talented musician I have ever met in my life. Uh, she also scored Curate Illusions. That's mm-hmm. how we met. We actually met at a networking event. And um, 12 yeah. hours later, 
um, she was already scoring um, Curate Illusions. Well, let's let's backtrack a little bit, all right? Yeah. Okay, so let's let's talk about Western Sydney Film Hangouts. That's not where I met her. That's not where you met her? <laughs> no, you met her at another one. Oh, gosh. I, I met her at Sydney Film Festival Women Networking Filmmaker. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Um, <laughs> look, um, not to talk too illy of uh, Sydney Festival, but you'll have a good time at Maine in the West. Um, yes, you will, because... Yeah. Um, it's a different experience. You don't... F- it's that, that same old saying, you don't feel like a number. Like, you actually connect. You feel mm-hmm. like you have a voice there at Made in the West. And I think that's what's key and stands out amongst other festivals. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't I don't know how much you see that and feel that, but that is well, the difference. we try to make... And that's why I bring up um, these um, conflicts of interests. Yeah. Because I want to, what I'm trying to signify there is that we present a very honest festival. It is very raw. It is, it is about the filmmaker. It's totally about the filmmaker and what they're doing and their crew and their people yeah. Yeah, you know, and their actors. It's about everyone involved and it's about having a gala event to celebrate that hard work. Yeah. And don't get me wrong, the awards are great. But it's about that networking. Yeah. And it's about seeing your film on that big screen yeah. to inspire people, to inspire the filmmaker to go out and do it again. Mm-hmm. But there's also another hook in there. Yeah. Inspire other people that are thinking about yes. making a film. Because yeah. it is so accessible. Yeah. It's challenging. It's hard. And, and, and as well, when people start out, they may be reluctant to enter their films into festivals. But I say go for it. Yeah. Um, you know, you may have rejections here and there. But if you're putting your work out there, you will get better at it. You're not going to be um, a rock star straight up. You, hmm? You're knocking the mic. I'm knocking the mic again. <laughs> I'm telling you, you're knocking the mic. She's telling me <laughs> off. We're getting told off from knocking the mic. Um, but yeah, um, <laughs> it was just sitting on you, so yeah, it was it's just, just like... it's just heaving into it. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I think that's what it's about. It's about encouraging people to keep doing it again. Yeah, and it's about invoking someone thinking about doing it it's the energy right Mm -hmm. if you're surrounded by like-minded people you feel more inspired to Mm -hmm. actually follow you know your your true desires and Mm -hmm. your goals because it feels more normal when you're around people that are doing those things Mm -hmm. Um, whereas if you are surrounded by people that are naysayers of course you're not going to follow your heart you know yeah and i think uh, we also suffer from like i like to call the imposter monster you know i'm not good enough i'm not smart enough i'm uh and you know and usually someone early in your life has told you that and you've run with that and i like the idea of film and 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 art displays because it sort of breaks through those barriers it breaks through those barriers of saying no, you know what? I am good enough, and this can work. Yeah. Um, and may, and and as well, when I give advice to people about this, it's never as good as you think it's going to be. Yeah. But it's not as bad as you thought it was going to be either. It's going to probably be in the middle. Hey, Ross, give me a hand. Mm-hmm. You are good enough. You can be anything you want to be, <laughs> and I you. believe in you. Oh, well, I, be- I believe in at us. At that point, I think we need to wrap it up because we're running really short on time. No, no, no. We've got uh, 26 minutes, my friend. we got 26 minutes. We're good. <laughs> You're like, that much? Nah, heaps of time. Heaps of time. What, is I, it can, your, I can is see it from here. Okay, well, okay, I, I'm sorry to... Sh- I read it wrong. No, no, 28 minutes. 20 minutes. Oh, it's good. Well, Nate, Nate is our uh, operator. It, it has been 56 minutes. Fuck. Yeah, fuck indeed. We haven't got there. We, we, we haven't unblo- got there. <laughs> yeah, I know. I should have got longer cards for you. Um, you know. Uh, well, I haven't got... Look, we haven't finished three feet deep yet. 
No, we haven't. We haven't finished no, three totally feet deep. And three, three feet, feet deep is important because you were a part of that. Yeah, well, I get look, I get my own accolade in this. Mm. I actually was a part of Film Project, believe it or not, people. <laughs> um, no, you got to um, give me something that I haven't been able to do in a while. Yeah. Well, not I've been able to, just uh, it hasn't been a thing for me to do. Yeah. Um, one of the favourite things that I do in film, like don't get on love directing, um, one of my best talents I find is getting the best out of someone. And when you see them excelling, that's, that's the juice for me. Yeah. And then watching them on screen, watching themselves excelling, that's the juice as well. But one of the things that I like to do is foley. I love doing foley art. I love it. And it you is did an so, incredible job. Oh, it's so kooky, man. It is a kooky job. It is a weird thing to do, right? Because you got to watch the whole process. Like, I got to sit back, drink, and watch you <laughs> record the sound of putting a necklace on or putting a jacket on or doing weird shit around the house. Yeah. <laughs> like, this is great. Yeah. Yeah, well, Thank um, you. <laughs> yeah, well, if you look at uh, Rachel's frame, I actually did it right there. So, um, uh, right here in uh, Still Searching Production Headquarters. Um, but, uh, yeah, um, yeah, engineering that and uh, making those Foley sounds from pouring scotch to, you know, wow. everything. Um, sipping, going... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Had Everything. It all. I had, built it all. Um, I've actually got a promo coming up. Yeah. Yeah, with uh, uh, three feet deep in it. Oh yeah, cool. Yeah, yeah. Because you I, gonna yeah. show me? Oh no, I'll show you. I'll show you after the, after we shoot. But not be the final scene. No, it's not the final scene. I'm <laughs> I'm not, like, every time Ra asks no, me, I'm like, better not be the final scene. No spoilers. <laughs> I don't do spoilers for the promo material. But um, look, I, look, I will do a spoiler for this promo yeah. though. Um, you know when I do the sound for the clicking of the remote? Yes, that because was it, so good. Yeah, but it's one of those. It's diegetics, right? Yeah. Because a remote doesn't make sound. No. But if you don't put the sound in, it sounds vacant. Yes. You know, it's like computers on, on film. Like, computers yeah. don't make noise. Yeah. But we tend to put, like, beeps and hums yeah. to signify um, sounds of a computer. Yeah. Sounds of technology. And if you don't put the sound there, it sounds really vacant. Yeah. And you put this... Yeah. And it feels real. <laughs> um, I've got the click of that, that in there. Nice. Yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> the promo ends and they goes. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. I, I, I've got this on so many angles. Um, I love it. Oh, look, uh, there was, uh, when, when we did the promo for that, I really wanted to impress you because I'm like, she's gone out. I think he went out. Oh, well, my go, God. Can I tell this story? Yeah, sure, sure. So, sorry. That's okay. Um, <laughs> so, <laughs> we finished doing ADR with the, uh, with the lead actor. It was about, yeah, four hours maybe. Yeah, five, I think it was about five hours. Yeah. And um, I, I just said, okay, Ross, I'll be back in about 10 minutes. I'm just going to drive him to the station and I'll be back and we can start with um, sorting out the Foley. Mm -hmm. Anyway, so I go away and I return 10 minutes later mm -hmm. and this legend of a man <laughs> has Jeez. gone on his own accord mm -hmm. and cut me a trailer. Yeah. And yeah. it was, it is the trailer that it is now. Yeah. It, it is 100% Ross Page. No, it thank is you. Beautiful. And um, fuck, you're a legend. Like, oh, man, look, no, but it, look it, it, it actually, it's so good. It comes from a friend of mine. Um, a big shout out to Gigi, Jolene Garcia. Oh, I, I used to work with her at um, Television Sydney, and she was a promo producer and editor. She did your Main the West, right? Yeah, yeah. she does Main the West every year. Oh, so every year. Awesome. Every year, yeah. Um, big shout out to Gigi. Um, what a talented woman. Oh, my gosh. I cannot say enough good things about her. But she has certainly rubbed off on me. She, um, when we used to work together um, as producers, um, she would 
teach you how to find the gold without yeah. giving away the spoiler. Yeah. Because that's the key to a promo. Yeah. You want to make it as you want to make it tense. Yeah. Without giving away the key. Yeah. You just want to show the door. You don't yeah. want to show the lock and the key. You got to yeah. because that's when you go to see the movie. Yeah. You go watch the movie and then you get the context right. But you need to make something that's a lure to yeah. grab them in. And it's usually high stakes, high tension. Yeah. So you've got to pick extra, extra um, interesting shots and sort of do it to music. And you do it rhythmically. Yeah. It's one of those things that you do over and over and over again. Yeah. Um, I was doing this the other day. Um, I was sitting down with Misty. And oh, another shout out to Misty. Um, but Love uh, Misty. Yeah, Misty's awesome. Um, and I was looking at promo material from 2014 for Made in the West. Oh, my God. What's that like? Okay. So I, was, cause I do the voiceovers yeah. every year for Made in the West, right? And the voiceover 2014 was like, um, come to Maiden the West. You will have a good time. It was kind of like that. God. Yeah. Yeah, I know. I know. I'll show it to you I later. guess you couldn't always have been perfect. No, no. But now now you listen to a Maiden the West promo, it's like, come to Maiden the West for 2016. You know, it's like You're this. so good. Yeah. Oh, man, I love doing voiceover. I love doing voiceover. I love doing um, Foley. Anything to do with a microphone, I am in. I just love it. I cannot get enough of it. Very hungry nice. for it. Love it. Um, especially Foley. It's very quirky. Yeah. You've got to have a real... You've got to really analyse what's going on. And you've got to pick diegetics. Yeah. Um, real sounds or fake you sounds. You did oh. such an incredible job, honestly, with mm. um, Three Feet Teeth. Uh, there were so many things that I hadn't even thought of mm. that you just put in there. And obviously you were, you worked through the night and I ended up just falling asleep upstairs. Yeah, because I get hungry. I just work all night. Yeah. I just it was won't stop. I it won't was stop. Great. I won't stop until I get it Because the next day it was pretty much done and we were just mm-hmm. finalising everything. And um, Yeah, marrying. I got it to the marry yeah. stage where you make sounds and you're just yeah. adjusting them here yeah. and there. Yeah, and it was just beautiful like just to see what you'd done. So mm-hmm. well done and thank you. Yeah, but as well you give the output to the client. You go, all right, so here's all your sound files. Um, here's your music line. Yeah. Um, here's your, um, you know, here's all of the click sounds. Here's your, here's your voice track. Yeah. Um, and what was the actor's name for Three Feet Deep? Craig James. Yeah, Craig James. Big shout out to Craig. Uh, thanks for coming all the way out here because we're on the fringe of the West out here. And it's hard to get people to come out to the studio sometimes. Um, but uh, yeah, we um, certainly run, run him through the ringer for, for that yes. VO. Yes. Yeah, um, and for ADR, uh, for those of you who are wondering, after dialogue recording, some people give it a different one. What do you call ADR? Do you call it after dialogue recording? Additional. Additional. You're the one that you're one of the ones that say additional dialogue recording. Oh, well, I thought that's what I thought it was. No, but there, there is no set. What? No, there How's isn't. No, hey, Nate, check it out. Can okay. you look up definition of ADR? It's it's bizarre. Okay. There is no set definition for what ADR means, but you will see it in every credit. Okay. Should you not? It's really bizarre. And no one knows what it is. It's just it's no ADR. Knows. What's ADR? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, like Foley, for instance. Foley was named after the guy that came up with it. Yeah. Right? So right. That it was done for, um, uh, what do you call, radio. I just think of Axel Foley. ADR. ADR. Okay, see what we get here. Alternative. Oh, whoa. Dispute resolution. See, that's okay. not right. ADR, just do ADR sound. ADR sound. Type sound after that. Yeah. Let's see what we get for this. Arrow down. I'm let's do this. Using yeah, yeah. Automatic dialogue replacement. Yeah, automated dialogue replacement. I've heard of that too. But you get you if you look through further research after dialogue recording. What was your one? 
additional dialogue additional recording. dialogue recording all of these are true yeah it's bizarre let's just call it ADR ADR <laughs> but that's what people do we go oh, it's, just, it's just ADR man um, this just means that we record the voices ADR. later okay that's all it means Ross, <laughs> it's just the voices that are done later <laughs> Ross I will actually let you ADR stands mm. for automated or automatic Dialogue, dialogue replacement. replacement. Yeah, I know, but if you if you search deeper, you'll find more, Nate. I'm telling you, I've looked into this. Um, <laughs> when they're going down the rabbit hole, yeah, there's plenty of rabbit holes out there for that. Um, but yeah, no, it was certainly a lot of fun doing um, uh, three feet deep. And you did a recent festival for three feet deep. I did. I wanted. I wanted to go along. I was so busy. That was um, that was a big thing for me. Mm-hmm. Um. For Curated Illusions, I had entered it into a number of Academy Award qualifying film festivals. Mm -hmm. And as beautiful as the film was, it is very competitive for those festivals. Absolutely. And unfortunately, I didn't get into any of them. Mm -hmm. Um, So you go from first world problems to the circuit, pull a whole bunch of glassware, make this Curated Illusions film, which is, like, don't get me wrong, like, first world problems were shot yeah. nicely yeah but it's not curated illusions yeah it's totally different it's it's yeah. not in day and it was still very successful like yeah. it still probably got into the same number of festivals mm-hmm. and and it had exactly the same number of trophies at the end um okay and roughly the same amount of nominations mm-hmm. um but what was bigger for me mm-hmm. was the amount of social media hits because of how important than the yeah, message Yeah, was. I was certainly on the zeitgeist there, yeah. Yeah, so I think that to me was my, my step up mm-hmm. for Curated Illusions. Mm-hmm. And then um, with Three Feet Tea, um, that was a totally different genre. Mm-hmm. It was outside of my social media series. Mm-hmm. Um, and to answer your question earlier, the reason why I made something that was so dark and sinister mm-hmm. um, is because I when I make feature films Mm -hmm. it is actually along that genre Mm -hmm. i do love crime i love thriller uh, i love suspense so is it part of your personality where you have this desire to make these stories is 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 like i mean looking at the name of my company Mm -hmm. jaded bell productions yeah (laughs) that doesn't say anything about what's really deep down in my heart (laughs) no but we have different facets right like um you know um you know for for a heavy metal guy it's this you know you go to this dark place to do something positive yes you know i I, I know it sounds bizarre but that's how i feel about it i love i love dark stories um but i love strong messages Mm -hmm. i love inspiring change in the Mm -hmm. world i want to tell stories that get people to actually really stop and think i mm-hmm. love holding up a mirror in front of my audience mm-hmm. um and that's what pretty much all my films do whether it's a social media series mm-hmm. story or if it's something like three feet deep mm-hmm. every single thing that i create my goal is to hold a mirror up and yeah. say to the audience what would you do yeah if you were in that position asking the question i think that's a really important thing to do in film is ask a question yeah. don't necessarily need an answer i don't want to preach yeah, yeah. i don't want to tell people what to do or how to live yeah that's lives. what i mean yeah you don't necessarily yeah. need the answer but a question's good yeah 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 absolutely just kind of go against the norm question things don't I don't know. Well, uh, actually, I've got, about, I've got about ten minutes left on the, our cards here, so let me let me just go into. Um, oh, hold on, we didn't finish it off. So, um, three feet deep, got into a festival. Oh right. Yeah. <laughs> so that's where I wanted to go. <laughs> so I got into my first ever Academy Award qualifying film mm-hmm. festival. Yay! Um, and it was St Kilda Film Festival. Yeah. And um, that was in Melbourne, and. Holy crap, I went down for the whole 12 days and 
I was blown away. I don't even know how I got in. I was, um, you know, being screened amongst the most beautiful, amazing mm -hmm. films I've ever seen. And um, it was very humbling mm -hmm. and um, a great opportunity to also network with so many people mm -hmm. that um, were obviously, you know, ahead in their careers than I am. So yeah, it was more just, established, yeah. Yeah, so it was nice. It's nice to, to touch base with those kind of people going yeah. right? Um, so, you know, they're, they're people that were also willing to throw the ladder back down, which is something I'm so passionate about mm -hmm. doing as well. So, um, it was beautiful. It was really nice. And I wish you had come. Yeah, I know, but I'm a very busy man sometimes. <laughs> I did want to go. I did. Aww. I was burning in my heart to go. <laughs> but look, you know, we'll be on another project. But I got some go. of the crew down there. So, I got our beautiful Jonathan Chapman Yeah, down. big shout out, uh, Jay. Um, holy hell, man. Uh, man of many talents. Um, yeah. You also had Luke down uh, Luke? that you met at uh, Western Sydney Western Sydney Filmmakers Hangout. Yeah, so um, he was my villain mm -hmm. in Three Feet Deep, mm -hmm. and um, yeah, he came down as well. And um, we um, have developed a really great working mm -hmm. relationship, which has been fantastic. Um, and I even cast him in my latest film, mm -hmm. um, which has been wonderful as well. Well, let's talk about that. So your yeah. latest film was oh, I get this mixed up every time. It's not that. It's not the one who knocks, it's um, they listening. They're listening. <laughs> they really a film by are. Rachel Bell Myers. <laughs> they are listening. <laughs> You're so doing my promo. <laughs> yeah, if you want, I'll do your promo for you. I mean, I'm the promo guy. I love doing the promos. Uh, so tell us a little bit about their listening. Uh, have you finished? Are you in post production, production? Where it's are we up finished. to? Finished. Finished, finished? I literally started this film. I wrote it, I think, on the 3rd or, yeah, the 3rd of July. Mm -hmm. I filmed it on, I can't remember the date, but it was like 10 days later. Mm -hmm. And then I edited it the next mm -hmm. day. Mm -hmm. And then we just finalised the grade and the sound design this week and it's done. What were tar what's the target uh, target festival? Is so, it um, the, the film um, was actually shot on an iPhone XS mm. Max. Okay. So it is a smartphone film. Mm -hmm. It is my first ever smartphone film. Mm -hmm. um, it is not Ra's first ever smartphone film, though. Yeah, Ra's done a few. For the yeah. same festival, what's the name of the festival? Uh, uh, smartphone. Smartphone <laughs> Smart 3? Phone Flick Flick Fest. Flick Fest. Or for short, SP3. SF3. SF3. <laughs> I get that so confused, guys. I'm sorry. Um, smartphone Flick Fest. Best. But a festival that's doing really cool things yeah. um, to because yeah. it, it's about promoting accessibility, and low right? Low budget, yeah. Yeah, low budget, micro budget, accessibility films. Anyone can tell a story with their phones. And um, last year, Ra submitted Restoration uh, with Nadim mm -hmm. in it as well, and he won Best Cinematography. And it was the most beautiful film that, like, visually, you would never, ever, ever. Well, Luke was telling me that Ra had to prove. Yes, he had to actually prove that it wasn't because, shot. That it was yeah. shot on a phone. Yeah. Wow. Sorry. Isn't that a, that's yeah. a feather to put in the cap, isn't it? Oh, did you shoot this on the phone? Yeah, man. And totally. for it to have been screened at the Opera House, I mean, come on. Yeah. I'm uh, so glad I was there because that was when I saw it and I just loved it. And, and Nadine won Best Actor for yeah. that same movie. So I was very proud of yeah. both of them. Oh, so he's, a, he's just another out there go-getter, isn't he? He is. Big shout-out, bro. Love I'll you, Nadine. I'll, I'll, I'll net you soon. Mm. Well, look, um, I'm just going to wrap it up there. Um, it's been absolutely fantastic talking to you on the Pagey Train. Um, check out Rachel Bell Myers on jadedbellproductions.com. 
Uh, you'll find her films there. Uh, Choice, First World Problems, Curated Illusions, Three Feet Deep, and look out for her film coming out soon. Uh, they're listening. Yes, because they really, really, really are. They really are listening. Um, but Be yeah, careful like, what you say. <laughs> so a big thank you to uh, Still Searching Productions. Just a big thank you to Jaded Bell Productions and Rachel Bell Myers, and thank you, Nate, for uh, producing for us tonight. Thanks, Nate. And, um, yeah, again, uh, Rachel, um, it's, it's, it's been fantastic developing a professional and, 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 and personal relationship with you. You're just a, a wonderful person, a great advocate for Western Sydney filmmakers, and, yeah, I just hope you keep on, keep on and on, because you're doing a great job. And thank you for everything that you're doing for us, because yeah. you are the cornerstone of Western Sydney. Oh, thank you, Rachel. High five. High five. <laughs> nice. All aboard the page you drank. <laughs> Woo! All right, so we've got uh, you know, a good eight minutes to spare there. So that's what do you want to do? Oh, I've got to go to the loo, mate. Go, go, go. go, go, go. 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 <laughs>